0: Welcome to um another in my fields. Um I guess this is my third solo episode. Um I'm actually super excited about these kind of solo episodes. It kind of encourages me to dive in on on more I love reading anyway as you know, but more diving in on the kind of education behind I'd say some of the most influential to me um, I, uh, I don't know if they're spiritual leaders, but more kind of practical spiritual leaders, if that makes sense. Um, and I'm currently reading this book called conversations with God. Um, I'm pretty much halfway in book one, phenomenal book, like insane. I mean, I'm not someone who has per se believed in, you know, God or, or, you know, I guess, uh, if we were to say to ourselves, what does God mean? I think we'd all have stereotyped notions of what we think God is or what society thinks God is. Um, but the book pretty much lays down. It's not a man or a woman. It could be many things. It's everything, you know, God created everything. And, and I think society kind of has to label it as something so that we as humans can understand it. But I think we need to start looking outside of ourselves, outside. I mean, it's very difficult because even for me being quite practical, it's difficult to look outside of your humanness and dive within and really get to the notion of, wow, there is so much magic in the world. And we are this kind of conjuring spell of spirituality that we can tap into at any moment um, if we allow ourselves to do it. And I think that's what today's episode is about. I'm going to kind of dive in on the kind of stages or, or at least three stages of, of, of things that I've kind of trialed and erred and, and everything else where I think I've been going wrong on asking for the things I want, but the position I'm asking from is what I want to clarify. Um, one thing it does mention in the, in, in, um, conversations with God is, which I never realized this, but it's actually super true if you th- if you really dive deep in on yourself is we really only have two emotions: love and fear and it took me a while to get to that notion of that kind of understanding because when, once I come to something and then I kind of sense it inside emotionally, it kind of resonates with me, and that that statement in the book resonated with me deep because. Things I enjoy doing or just are okay doing, it's from a place of love. Um, And things that I'm hesitant about, for example, doing my first solo episode, which was a few times, it's because I, I, it was that fear element, you know, a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of stress, a little bit of all these things, which falls under the fear element. Now, I mean, how much fear element-based notions and emotions and feelings and thoughts that do we have on a daily basis we have so fucking many and um it's because we're conditioned for for the fear factor of it everything is always a hesitant you know i can't do this because of this it's fear-based or i can't get that job because you know i'm not good enough or maybe the relationship isn't I'm not going to be able to attract that love because I don't know, maybe I don't like or love myself. Everything is kind of fear-based. And I think we need to get get out of that habit of start thinking more positively towards ourselves. I know it's difficult. I mean, I've been doing it pretty much for my whole life now. Um, And now I'm okay with myself. I'm good. I feel good. Um, I'm happy with where I'm at, but it's, but it's been work. I'm not going to lie. It's been, it's been an absolute, um every day a reminder of myself and i think that's where the conditioning of the kind of positivity comes in if you want to work on your mental state i'm not saying you have to sit there and meditate and do all this type of shit that's foreign to you surround yourselves with things that you that you think is going to make you feel good i'm not talking about existential or for example, for me it's books. So when I read books about spirituality or practical spirituality, it puts me in a place of vindication for the path I'm on. So if you're watching a TV show, it's making you feel shit. If you're watching the news, making you feel shit, Instagram or or social media is making you feel shit, change it and replace it with something that makes you feel good. Um, on an educational purpose for me that, that, that works, you know, um, I go running, I listen to educational audiobooks, which is, you know, Abraham Hicks or Osho or, you know, um, conversations with God and kind of back to the, you know, the reason and what it says in the book is the reason why we have love and fear is we have the opposite. So, you know, the, the opposite of, of love is fear because God created us, as the book says, you know, this is, this is me again diving into the notion that we have a God, um, which is all kind of foreign to me. I've always looked at a higher power, but I've always been that channeled power. Um, So I don't never look outside of myself, if that makes sense. Um, So if so fear based. So when you look at, so, for example, he created love and fear. The reason why he created love is because we are love. This is where we came from. This is what everything he represents, he or she or whatever you want to call it, represents the God is love. That is instilled in the book that came from, it's a conversation between a man who writes an angry letter to God and in his mind or in his whatever, his, you know, talks back to him as God, as a man and a woman, as whatever he, however he wants to hear it. And the, the, the conversation is incredible. Like it goes, it pretty much answers anything you could ever imagine spiritually about about God or about life or about your life, about health, about weather, about, um, you know, everything you could ever imagine this, this book picks up on that topic. Um, and, and it really resonated the kind of love and fear because, um, if we didn't have opposites for something, how would we know what something is? So if we're born with love, how, how are we going to know that we are not in love or not doing something that we do love if fear isn't there? It's kind of like a, a reminder of why we're doing certain things. So, um, which I mean, for me now, me 10 years ago, I'd have been like, that's fucking negative as hell me now. I'm like, that's positive because I'm more in a, in a love based environment, men- mentality, mental state. Um, I surround myself with love. You know, my family is love. I give love. Um, And that's the kind of life I'm living now. But for those of you who are kind of in that, still in that conditioned space, which I mean, I still get back there. I'm I'm obviously am, Um, is look at everything that, whether you have, you know, anxiety or depression or you're scared to do something, it's fear-based. It's all fear-based. And you can categorize it as one thing, one emotion, And anything outside of that is love-based. So I think we need to start unconditioning the the, the kind of upbringing we've had or the kind of fear-based that we've had and kind of turn it on its head and throw in a couple of positivity every now and again and keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going every day. Remind yourself, remind yourself what love love is. How does it feel? Because, I, I mean, we've all been, I've been guilty of it. You know, entering into a relationship with fear. I mean, fuck, I've had so many relationships where I'm, I didn't want to give myself fully to that person without because of fear of being hurt by that person. When, when I should have just dove fucking head first. And if I get hurt, it's a part of life. This, these are the emotions that have been created. And embraced it and, 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 you know, enjoy the fact that I'm feeling. This is why we're here. We're here to feel. We're here to love. We're here to feel these emotions and to drive us um, for, for, you know, spiritual change. Um, So I think that's where I'm at currently with the kind of love fear based thing. Now, you know, study yourself, study again, remove yourself from you. See the things that you are fearful about and add and sprinkle some love in there. I mean, I know um, a bunch of my family members have exams coming up and everything else and they're super stressed. And I remember being at school and I I didn't enjoy it. I didn't even go and collect my my exams. I was was just hellbent on, just get me out of here. Let me earn some money. This is good, you know, all that type of stuff. But if your mental state is your exams are success, then that's already instilled in you that, that, that is, is a part of that. So you have to add love into that. It's the process you should be enjoying, not the end result. The end result or the exam mark is, is, is the end of the process, but the learning up until that point, you should embrace that process because that's what makes you, that's, that's your development. And that's where we're at now. And then, so let me go kind of go back into the kind of I've been diving in on manifestations and my son of manifestations is everything you, the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, everything in your life is you to the finite detail, the way, you, you know, everything in your life, your attractions, your, you know, uh, you're, 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 you're basically a magnet. So imagine, but you're a magnet for everything. And you can also repel the things that you don't want. So I think about daily, the things that I do want, of the time they don't come to me and this is what I'm going to dive in on in a minute but imagine how many of your manifestations you are repelling by the fear-based notion of things so you want that dream job then you think about how you're going to get it that's a that's a kind of a fear that's kind of almost like a fear-based led way of of looking at something then you kind of lead into you know why am I not going to get that job or why I should get that job, or the, and you'll start cancelling out the reason, the true reason why you, you you're, you're applying for that job anyway. And I do it on so many occasions of you know it's that happiness factor. Once I get something, I'm going to be happy, and ninety nine percent of the time, I'm not because I'm not I'm not at the process of being happy now, which is what we're trying to fix now. I know it all sounds fairy taleish, but this isn't again. I'm not from any of this. I'm just studying myself and. Studying my life cycle and seeing everything that is coming to me, and seeing the things that I truly, truly want get further away, and now I'm figuring out why, and it's resonating with me, and 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 I've I've been vindicated by it because of my social experiments and everything else. So when we ask for something, something we want, so when we when we sit there and say, okay, I want that dream job, or I, I want I want to be in love, I want that partner, I want this, I want that anything in your life when you truly ask for it you are asking from a place of lack and what i mean by lack is you don't have it already you know subconsciously you don't have it so you're asking for something you don't have and that we know the key to manifestation is knowing that you have something before it comes so that stage one is the kind of the wanting the wanting of it. And the reason why we don't get what we want is because we're operating from from a lack of. So therefore the universe or God or whoever you want to call it gives you more situations in your life to keep you asking for situations that you want. And therefore the universe keeps on not giving you what you want because you're operating from the place of lack. So when I say, for example, I don't know, I want, um, right now I want, uh, I don't know, what would be a something, a Snickers bar. I don't really eat Snickers, but that's the first thing that came into my head. I want a Snickers bar. Why am I not going to get a Snickers bar? Because I don't have one. And I know subconsciously, even though I'm saying the words and thinking the thoughts, it's the secondary thought. That's the key. Secondary thought, which is always the kind of, I'm not saying they're not as powerful. They absolutely are. But the first thought that's instilled in you knows you don't have it. So therefore, the universe is not going to give it to you because it knows you don't have it. And you're technically asking not to have it, even though the words coming out your mouth is, I want it. And if you compare it to anything, anything in your life that you have right now, right, that you know for a fact is there and it is there. That's the type of knowing I'm talking about. And trust me, it's not easy to get there, but this is where the conditioning and the practice and everything comes into it. All right. So once you've, you've asked from that place of lack, then we have to move into a space of, uh, uh, once we figure out like asking from a lack of, and we, we know the power we have, and we know we're not going to get it because we're asking from a lack of, of something we don't have. Then we move into a space of appreciation, which is, which is stage two. Again, this is kind of leveling up as I speak about on, on previous shows, So we move into a space of appreciation for the things you have and the things you want, you want to have coming. Right. But still, again, deep down, you know, you don't have those things. So, again, the universe or God gives you more situations for you not to have those things because this is what you want. You see the confusion. You're asking for something, but you know, you don't have it. So, therefore, you don't get it right so then that's stage 2 of the appreciation for the things you do have so that's maintaining what you have that's that's also giving thanks for things you know you could then level stage 3 is the knowing that's when you move into the knowing which is one of the most difficult positions to be in the 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 the, 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 the stages of knowing is the conditioning of you through your experiences so now and for example, then we move into a state of knowing, which is faith-based, which is knowing 100% that you have it. You obviously know you don't have it, but this is where you have to get into that conditioning of you do, you know, you believe, not even believe, believe is a cheat word, faith, in utter faith and trust, utter trust within yourself that you are going to deliver these things no matter what. And now ask yourself, do you, how many of us actually truly trust ourselves solely to deliver everything we want, and that is the key to manifesting. How many of us trust ourselves with the things we want? And again, if you go back to the love and fear based thing, none of us do. I mean, I don't. I, I you know, sixty percent of the time, I, I trust myself. The other forty percent, I'm, I'm going. Oh, you know, how is it coming? All these type of things. Therefore, I'm getting rid of what I asked for, and I'm probably going to get five to ten percent of it. But the, to, to moving to knowing is different. Knowing that, for example, I have water on my table. I know for a fact there's water on my on my table. So therefore it's there. That level of knowing. I know for a fact that I'm speaking into a mic during this podcast. So therefore it is there. Ask and you shall receive. Know and it shall be yours. It sounds all biblical and stuff, but it's but it's pretty self it's pretty simple when you break it down and, and you kind of really study why you have things and why you don't have things. And you're probably asking for more things you don't want, even though you're asking for the things you do want. I know I'm even confusing myself, but it's kind of, I mean, I get hit up so many times about, you know, I, I I ask for things and I don't get them. So this is me kind of clarifying on, on a simplistic basis as, as much as I can, which kind of works for me of why I think I'm not getting these things. And I know for, for example, um, it, back to the appreciation thing um I was working on a few things a few deals coming in and they were on and then they were off and then they were on then they were off and then it was a bunch of things just consistently going on and I stopped and I said what's going on and I realized it was me is it coming in is it not coming in do I have that do I not have that universe was following the lead of myself because we have free will And we are the driving forces of our entire existence. And that's the key is once you get to that conditioning and that knowing of knowing it's you, you are the power. As you know, uh, God is still strange for me to say it, but God created us in his image to experience physicality of what God is about. God is love. We are love. We need to uncondition the fear based things lead with love and the manifestations will come to you so fucking quickly. And I know it sounds easier said than done. And it's, and it's not because I'm still working my way up, but I feel like now I've leveled up again, having these type of conversations and I'm educating myself constantly about the expansion of myself, my mind, my attractions, my magnets, my repels, The things in my life, then positivity, the negativity. Why is it there? It is me. I am the controller of everything I see in front of me. Just my side of it. And when you're mixing with other people, then there's energies crossing and everything else. So we have to now start learning to trust ourselves. You enter into a relationship. Love it. Go full in. You could get hurt. You could not. It could be the best fucking time of your life. But lead with love always. And I know it's powerful. I'm getting goosebumps saying that because it resonates deep within me. Lead with as much love as you can. And I know it's it's easier said than done. But once you start conditioning yourself to love, to fall into that space and to like and be okay with yourself, then you can start leveling up and leveling up and leveling up and leveling up. And then you'll see this fucking world open up for you and you can, can pull the pieces like a chessboard and pick and choose what comes to you and what doesn't come to you because you are the powerful creator behind it. I mean, this is as practical as I can get in terms of, um, you know, manifesting, I guess this would be part three, you know, um, but it's trust that trust is the key and knowing, real knowing and appreciation. And uh, uh, what was I saying? And then how I kind of changed my notion of is that coming? Is that not coming? Am I gonna get that deal? Am I, is this coming in? Is this coming? In? Is am I gonna still have the freedom to pick and choose what I want to do? Am I still gonna have the freedom to to stay stay around my family, to be, to feel safe, to do all these type of things? And I realized I am because I'm in control. So what I started doing every day was writing down everything I'm thankful for. And it could be anything. I mean, for example, my podcast listeners, I'm thankful for my podcast listeners. Like you have no idea the amount of love and appreciation I get um, and messages I get from people who are so fucking courageous hitting me about their stories. And, and and I invite them on the show because I want to hear, I want to hear from everyone Um, and anyone, you know, who wants to come on, please go to Apple, um, podcast, leave me a review. Um, I'd love to hear from you and, and I want to hear about you and, and dive in on feelings and invite you on the show. And, and this is kind of where I want to turn the podcast into is this kind of feeling love based energy based, um, podcast. I think that, I think that's the kind of notion that I'm kind of getting at. Um, so, I, so back to the thing I would write down everything I'm thankful for. So it would be the smallest thing, food, water. I woke up at my fucking thankful for that. Um, I slept, you know, five, six hours last night. The, my baby slept, you know, nine, 10 to 10, 11 hours. Um, you know, I have running water. Like if you microscopically break it down to, to such a microscopic level. And even if, you know, you're driving and, the sky is blue. Write that down. Thank you for the sky being blue. I mean, the, to, let's be serious. The sky is always blue. That's one thing I've learned as well, actually quite recently. Um, the only thing that makes it gray is the clouds. But past the clouds, the sky is always blue. So we can relate that to our lives in a sense. Um, so I would, I would write down, and even things that hadn't come to me, I'd write down, thank you for that thing. And then every day, every day, I did it every day, every day. Thank you for that deal. That's going to that's closed. Not going to close. Thank you for that deal. that's going to close. Thank you for that deal. That's closed. Thank you for that deal. Every day, every day, every day, every day. And it became a conditioning cycle for me to talk about the things that I wanted rather than the things I didn't want. And then it becomes subconscious. That deal is going to close. That deal is going to close. Or this is, or I'm going to get that job. That job is mine. That job is mine. That job is mine. And then, and then, you know, even if it doesn't happen, it's that notion of it doesn't matter if that doesn't happen. I know fucking something else is coming, which is going to be even bigger and better. And then you start conditioning your mind for this kind of knowing this faith, this trust within yourself to fucking like and love yourself, to know that you don't have to, You don't have to physically do anything because emotionally, internally, you are attracting it to you like a magnet. It's being drawn to you. It's being dragged to you. But you don't want it be dragged to you kicking and screaming. You want to let go. You know what you want. Let go and let it flow to you. And this takes work, but not the type of work you think it is. It's more about reminding your mental state, reminding your anxieties and reminding your stresses, your depressions, all that type of stuff and surrounding yourself with positive things, positive audiobooks, positive books, positive podcasts, positive people. Um, and then once you start doing all that and you start operating on, on a level, you, you, you're at a hundred percent, you say you're at 80% negativity and 20% positivity, then you get to 30% positivity and then 35 and then 40% and then 50. Wow. And then you're like 51, 52, the needle has turned. You are then operating on a place that you want to be operating on. No longer that kind of fear-based, not, not led by fear. Obviously, we're all, we're all. I mean, I, I haven't got rid of fear at all. I'm still probably maybe a 60%, nah, actually probably more. Let me give myself credit. Probably a 70% positivity and 30% is the kind of reservation it's the reservedness of me but that's that's me unconditioning my conditioning of everything i've ever known and yeah i guess i guess that's kind of it from me i mean if anyone has any questions please hit me up you know i hit me up on @lualshamer on all my socials Um, I'm going to be coming back with so much more content. Um, I'm going to be doing some subscriber based things, special bonus content. Um, and I'd love to hear from you. I'd love, I love my one-on-one podcast with the listeners diving deep on feelings and, you know, ask people, ask people, how are you feeling right now in this moment? And that's another thing to key to manifesting is you have to bring yourself into the present time. Not not, not as easy as that sounds, but I mean, The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle is a great fucking starter book, not even a starter book, because it's actually a great book. And it teaches you how to live in the present moment. Fear-based things is uh, past and future, which is fear. Love is the present time. Knowing that you are alive at this moment right now, and I mean, I never used to, I never used to sit there and go, wow, I'm a living, breathing organism and I'm alive right fucking now. I never used to do that and probably didn't start doing that till eight, 10 years ago. Was I not alive then? I was, but it was the, it was the kind of ignorance is bliss per se, but now knowing is bliss, much more bliss because then it leads you into that path of happiness. It's not happiness is, could it be a choice? Yes, it can. I think it can. Um, Because we, we are in control of ourselves and we have to take control. So, yeah, I mean, I love my listeners. I love the support I'm getting. I love that, you know, everything about everything. I mean, you know, and once we get into, I'm mean, going to dive into it on another subject in the next episode, probably from talking about, because in Conversation with God, he talks about the state of the the, the the world and how dire it is and everything else and how we are category, categorically, if you believe in manifestation, you have to imagine one person manifesting now imagine two on the same thing imagine three imagine how many billions of people are conflicted and what effect that is having on the earth that'll be the next episode though thank you peace and ask yourselves how are you feeling right now in this moment